Grab your cocktail shaker, kick back, and get ready for the big fat party. Greg and his band of unintelligibles are back, mixing, drinking, reviewing, and discussing Bloody Marys and all that goes with them. My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you'll never drink alone. Welcome to my Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you will never drink alone. And we're coming to you today live from the Pearl Street Brewery, the tasting room, uh, which is just a great space, great energy. Uh, I'm, I'm here, I'm Greg, your host, I'm here with my regular wingman, Mike. He's back. I'm back. Back at me. And uh, and we got Joe, um, the, the brewmeister, the Baron Von Brewski, I don't know what your title technically is, uh, Joe, but welcome. Oh, I have lots of titles around here. Yeah, Greg, I've got a floor sweeper. He's one of my more prestigious, <laughs> but I'm also the, the brewer and the owner and the founder of Pearl Street. Yep. So the, the glamour of being a business owner. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Lots of fun. I want to get something out of the way right away. We, you know, we always do a um, a word of the day. And when you hear this word, everyone has to drink. I used to kind of wait till we sort of got into the show, but so many missed opportunities. The word of the day is beer. Ah. I'm cruel. Like yeah, that. we're going to be drinking a little heavy here. We're going to be drinking. Wait, yeah. what's that word again? Beer. Here yeah, we here we go. Cheers, everybody. Oh, that's delicious. I... I'm having a, one of your Linnables, and we'll, we'll, we'll dive in a little bit more into all the different kind of beers you have, and, and uh, we're, um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Let me do a little bit of housekeeping, just so people know, why, why the hell are we out of the studio, and you know who let us out, and why, why are we at large <laughs> like this? So, Mike, can you explain it? Because I, I don't quite get it. I'm frightened out here. Well, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Am I? Well, this is the My Big Fat Bloody Mary experience put together by Downtown Main Street, Inc. Rockin'. And uh, so people have uh, been collecting their passport. Um, and this started uh, July 30th, and you have until September 19th to stop at all these wonderful locations. Yeah. Have yourself a bloody, get yourself a stamp, and then on the 20th, uh, or, you know, turn that in by yep. the end. Uh, you will be entered to win many fabulous prizes. Yeah, there's some good ones. And if you don't get it, the card completely stamped, you're still in for some stuff, which is a nice feature, I think. That is a nice feature, because it can be a little intimidating, although I have little tolerance for somebody who can't drink 11 bloodies over the course of six weeks, given what I do for a living. But, <laughs> right. but that's right, that's a good point. If you if you can only get through seven, eight, or nine, you, you can still get in the running. Your potential payoff might not be quite as good, but you're still as good. You're in the race. Yes. You're in the race. And then those who are able to get out and hit five locations will get a verbal reprimand from from Terry from downtown Main Street. Yeah, you don't want to get on his bad yeah, side. He's here. He's terrifying, man. 
<laughs> yeah, so the drawing is September 20th. So yes, yep, so we're, we're, getting, we're getting close. Yeah, we, we are. And I'm pushing these podcasts out a little quicker than I normally would. You know, we normally are a Sunday, uh, you know, publish. I'm just pushing them out as quick as I can now. I'm working like a rented mule here, Mike. See how, see the sweat on my brow? I do. You, yeah. It's good work you're doing. I'm the hardest work. working man in podcasting in the Bloody Mary sector. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and we've been to some great places. We uh, started out at Howie's, yep. uh, and then we've been to Fazie's. Yep. Uh, we have been to David Ray's up in, on Alaska. Yep. Uh, the waterfront. Ooh. We have been to. Uh, yeah, we had Lynn on that one. She sang a little. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, um, okay, help me out here. Yeah, the so Crow was the Crow. Yes, recent. Yes, yeah. uh, with uh, with bourbon. The, yeah, they uh, in the bloody. Bourbon, never had bloody? that. Bourbon County bloody or Bourbon Street bourbon. bloody. Bourbon. Something like that, you know. Uh, our listeners, you know, can go back and listen and maybe fill us in on what the hell it is. <laughs> we're not, we're not the spiciest bloody in the cabinet, I guess. No, but, no. Yeah. So, um, Pearl Street Brewery is a real, a special place for me to be because I have kind of a long relationship with with you guys, Joe. Uh, you know, I, we normally record at the uh, uh, Bloody Mary. House concert series and Pro Street Brewery has been a sponsor for years. You know, uh, you yeah, guys, yep. you hook up uh, people that come there and, and the performers with about all the beer they can drink. And uh, so that's been great. And we proudly fly the big banner at, at all the events. So uh, this is, uh, yeah, it's a nice spot to be. Thanks for having us, Joe. Yeah, thanks for coming down. It's fun. Yeah, we, we've been, uh, you know, I just like live music, basically, so we've been uh, promoting live music constantly for, you know, over 20 years now. Yep, that's awesome. We have live music here every Thursday with uh, Reptile House, and then um, we haven't brought back Friday uh, music yet because we're just kind of hoping people show up for it more, and there's more and more and more people coming out every day and getting more out of the house. But uh, we before uh, 2020, we did every Thursday and Friday live music, and then on the weekends we'd have ticketed shows here as well. Yep. So I had the pleasure to play at one or two of those yep. myself. For, for sure, my, good my times. Band of friends called Big Liquor. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I appreciate a lot of what you guys are are doing. How long has the tasting room been open here? Uh, well, we were uh, originally downtown in Pearl Street, right. of course, for six years, and then uh, my lease was up. We found this place. In right around 2005, mm-hmm. and it took us a year basically to convert this old shoe factory into a, into a yep. brewery. So um, about 2006, we built the bar, and and uh, <clears throat> you know we built our offices and put the brewery together and everything. And yep. so yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun time. Yep. This is a pretty unique building. I mean, it's an old factory. They used to make boots for the war effort. And yeah. I mean, it was a big employer in town. And now there's this huge, sprawling space where there's different businesses throughout. Yours being probably the coolest. But oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great hang. I mean, this yeah. is, it's got, has such a nice vibe. It is so kicked back. Yep. Um, I mean, we have people here having a business meeting, but you have people just yep. coming in, hanging out. I know yep, yep. Wednesdays, if you ride your bike, your first beer is free. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a great Yeah, we uh, great have promotion. had that going on for years. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Can, give, give us a quick uh, 
a summary what what that is, uh, the, the Wednesday uh, thing. Uh, free wheel on Wednesday uh, basically uh, means you ride your bike and you get a beer. So all you that's do about is as complex as we get around here. Ride your bike <laughs> and, and it's funny because we. Yeah. The first time we did that, you know, the summer was coming to an end. We're like, ah, oh, we should probably just be done with this promotion for now. Because, yeah. you know, snow is flying. Well, what's the point? Let it run all year. No one's going to ride their bike here. And, and there's diehards that ride their bike yeah. here all year long. I probably know They're, some of them. <laughs> like, yeah. I see a couple of you. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking around for some certain people. Yep. <laughs> we had one guy... Uh, you can win free beer for a year here at Pearl Street Brewery. is a grand prize that we give out to our mug club uh, once a year. So, oh wow, yeah, it's quite the thing. Um, they have to, you know, buy into the mug club, but then they, you know, you, you can have that opportunity. So one person gets that. Yeah, wow, gets that honor. And the and the one guy, I mean, I don't know how many days he was here, but we made him a plaque because that guy was here like every day it, it was like, that we were open. I mean, he missed like cheers. You know, 20 days the whole year. <laughs> I was like, damn. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's good. So we're in a very unique space here. You know, I think of the different, you know, places we've been, uh, you know, the waterfront, a, a very uh, kind of plush and uh, elegant, uh, yes. a nice high-end restaurant. Uh, and, you know, we've been to some corner bars and, um, what, Joe, if you don't mind, if, if somebody's never been here and doesn't know what, what this space is, what, what would they expect coming in here? And then, then I want to get to what we're drinking. Well, uh, this is an old uh, shoe factory or boot factory. It was called Lacrosse Footwear, and before that, it was called uh, Lacrosse Rubber Mills, and they changed the name sometime in like the 1980s. But the, the building is 100 years old. <coughs> Uh, give or take a few years, and the factory itself was over 150 years old. Yep. So they, um, at a, at when the time was right, you know, right, right around the George W. Bush era, they, uh, like a lot of American companies, took their production overseas. Yep. And so they, they had these a bunch of big old buildings. There's like I think 13 buildings on this campus, yep. and they just basically gave them away very cheap. <laughs> so we ended up with one of them, and, uh, and you know, it's a factory. So some of the cool highlights um, of this building are the fact that it's it's basically solid concrete. So there is no, uh, there's like a foot of concrete below your feet no matter what floor you're on. You can drive forklifts around, anything heavy duty you want to move in there, you don't have to worry about how much it weighs. Like for us, that was a big bonus because we have tanks full of beer that weigh 10,000 pounds, you know. And they can't just, you can't just set them anywhere. You got to make sure you have enough strength. So this worked, worked out great. Um, they also have hardwood maple floors that uh, that we've refinished. Some of them, and some of them are uh, like they originally were. But all you have to do is refinish them, and they just come back to life. Um, we reused a lot of the maple flooring that we had to take out to put in our brew house. We reused a lot of that maple flooring to do our countertops uh, all around the um, all around the brew house here, so you get that old uh, repurposed uh, material thing. Another big feature of this building is it's got lots of windows. It's tons of glass everywhere, which is 
it makes it a bitch to heat this place and keep it cool in the summer, but it's cool for all the natural light that comes in. So yeah. we didn't do a lot. We didn't make a lot of big changes here. It yeah. just kind of is the way it was when it was a factory, and we've added a bar. We've added our, you know, some offices and our, um, and our brew house and our production equipment and stuff and a couple stages for live music. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's good times. Multifunctional. I mean, yeah, your, your meat and potatoes really is making beer and uh, shipping it out and getting it out to stores. and Making what? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we did. I think I did just say the word yeah. beer. <laughs> but, yeah, you have this tasting room. And now you, you guys offer uh, tours as well, right? Oh, yeah. If yep. I had uh, some friends in town, they mm-hmm. wanted to do a little brewery tour. Right. So uh, we have brought uh, limited tours back. So I think we uh, do the first Saturday of every month for sure. And we might add another one depending on the kind of the flow of people that are coming through. Um, also, we get a lot of private tours, which is cool. If you're uh, like an HR person at a big company and you want to do something fun with your employees or an owner of a company or you're just in some sort of social group, we have a car club that came through and got a tour the other day. Well, we can set up and do private tours pretty much you know, any day of the week. We just have to get them on a schedule. And our tour guide, Marty, is famous. He's one of the best tour guides in the world. Yeah. At least in the state. Yeah. Oh, everybody talks about it. it it's a real destination here. It, it is. It is. And I, yeah, I'm looking around, and uh, we, we had a lot of people come out, I would assume, just to listen to the podcast. And uh, they're, they're all just having a good time. It's a, oh, nice, yeah. it's a tasting room, I guess you'd call it, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, awesome. Well, I'm at that point in the show where I'm, I'm realizing that uh, I'm talking more than I'm drinking. We- Enough of the garnish. Let's get to the drink. Got a beautiful uh, michelada in front of us. Yeah. So yep. how about we get on to that? Yes. Yeah. So I'm looking at this beautiful pint glass. It's got a huge chunk of lime. It looks like some kind of chili powder around the rim. What, what the hell are we drinking here, Joe? So that's uh, Michelada. Um, we don't do Bloody Marys here because we're a brewery. So yep. that is uh, beer and uh, like a Clamato type of, a, yep. of uh, juice. Um, it's got some spices in there like a Bloody Mary would, would have as well. And uh, the rim is dusted with some uh, sort of like uh, chili salt lime. Yep. Spice, yeah, they're good. So uh, really good. our basic michelada here is made with uh, shitty light beer. And uh, shitty light. Shitty light beer, yep. <laughs> uh, and you, but you know what? You can order a michelada with any kind of beer you want. Awesome, awesome. I, I, I'll confess, I didn't even know you guys did these. I didn't know that either. I, I've not ordered one before. Yeah, but. I mean, we were just a straight-up beer place for, yeah. a, for a long time. Yeah. And then, you know, we started branching out, and we, we dabbled with uh, malt-based, which is what beer is, like malt-based uh, mixers and stuff. And we haven't really developed that much, but um, yeah. Micheladas, we kind of like them. They're really good and light and low in alcohol, so you can drink many of them. Yep. Um, and I've had them everywhere, you know, when you travel around different places in the world, you'll see them, you know, offer a lot a lot more. Not so much around here, but micheladas, like down in Mexico, yeah. or they're also known as Ojo Rojos, or uh, yep. now it's another name. Um, I've heard them called a poor man's bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah, there you go. In the U.S. Sure. 
I have to confess, this is my first one, and it will not be my last. Uh, this is a very refreshing drink. Right. It's very refreshing. It's, it's got a, some really great flavor. I love the, the fresh lime. And, um, so, yeah, I, I read up a little bit on the Michelada. And, and so here's the backstory that I heard, that a guy named... Uh, Miguel Esbar at the Club Deportivo Portisto in San Luis Potosi uh, area of Mexico began to ask for his beer with lime, salt, and ice in a particular cup called the Chabela as if it were a beer lemonade, a limonada. And so people started asking for this beer and they referred to it as like Miguel's lemonade. And uh, then they shortened it to Michelada. Then it kind of evolved into sort of like what we're drinking today. So that's that's my history uh, lesson for the day. <laughs> and so well, down in, yeah, and down in Mexico, there the rims are dusted with uh, salt and uh, chapulín. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Chapulín, which is ground up toasted crickets. Wow. <laughs> And, and, and you lime. Brought, you brought and also, there's another one, uh, sal and uh, gusano. And the gusano is, a, is the, like the tequila worms, you know, the, the worm you find in a... Sort of like the agave. Mezcal bottle or something, yeah. So Joe actually brought a couple I of had some of these. I have some Mexican friends that came up. And, and I think this would be a great time make for this. Mike to try starting these. <laughs> try some of that. It's really good. Ground crickets. When was the last time uh, you were it's like it, it has like a, a lime, limey kind of flavor. Oh, it's that's got some meat to it. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of spice in there. Oh, nice. That's an angry cricket. <laughs> a little spicy, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. That's pretty traditional wow, down there. You know, awesome. Like down in southern Mexico, around yep. uh, Oaxaca. Okay. Yeah, this, way is, down this is the way they're served with one of these two on the rim. Usually it's the chapulin, which you can order those or the ground version like this as a spice to put on your food or or, uh, yep. or you can just get the toasted crickets. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird but they're actually good, you know. Yeah. They're, oh, I believe it. They're, they're bugs, fact, man. I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so covered all the extra stuff. You know, you guys normally have some pretzels and mustard out, and people can taste all the different beers. Mm-hmm. What do you got going lately? I know you guys are famous for the seasonal uh, beers that you're running. Anything cool right now that somebody should look for in the store? Or in here well, a lot, of our, a lot of our beers don't go to the stores. We just have them here at the, at the tap room. Um, in the stores, we do put out uh, many different kinds of beer. I think we have usually 10 or 12 beers available to the stores to buy. You find those at, you know, Woodman's and Festival Food stores and all the quick trips and stuff around town here. Yep. Um, on tap, we have uh, 16 beers, all different kinds. You know, we have a couple of hazy IPAs that are always popular. And, and of course, our Linalool and our uh, Downtown Brown. Well, let's see, we have uh, the pineapple sour that we made this summer that's still on tap, and we, oh, wow. people are loving that. It's kind of good. Sours are great for, uh, you know, the thirst quenching, so they're good summer beers. Yep. Yeah, we have a pineapple uh, version, and we have a peach version as well that we came out with, so. Nice. Yeah, 
so much, too much of it is so good. I'm having a lilaloo. Lilaloo. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's delicious, very refreshing. It, but I'm in this weird space where I'm thinking, okay, a Bloody Mary, you've got to have a beer chaser. But you kind of already have the beer. You do. I just said that word three times. No, Man, no. You've got to get busy. But so I am, I, I am having a chaser with my Michelada, and it is delicious. Uh, so, Joe, I know you've been super busy. It's great that you're able to tear away like this and just sit down and kind of give us the inside scoop. I really appreciate it. Yeah. But I want to hit you with a, a, a little curveball and ask you, what was the worst Bloody Mary you ever had, and, and why? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, Wasn't it my house, was it? No. No, I drink a lot of beer at your house, but I don't know if I... I had a Bloody Mary though. I'm a I'm a morning Bloody Mary drinker. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. That's like the first drink of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on vacation for some reason. He's one of Bloody Mary. I agree. Yeah. But you're gonna be a nice guy here. You're not gonna pick anybody out No, it's uh and beat them up. I just say it when they just take vodka and tomato juice and they just hand it to you and that's it. Yeah. Like it's like they put no effort into it at all. And because really if you're going to make Bloody Marys at a bar or restaurant, that's a drink you can have fun with. I mean, you can do it you know, a thousand different ways, put your own twist on it, and people expect that. They want to know how your Bloody Mary is, because it's not its not just rubber stamp Bloody Marys. Like, everywhere you go, you're going to get the same thing. They're always different, no matter where you go, what the garnishes are, yeah. what kind of vodka you use, you know, what the, if you're salt in the room with, or if you're salt in the room, a lot of places don't bother. Yeah. Yeah, a, a friend was over one time and she asked me to make her a vodka club. And it caught me off guard because people almost always ask me for a bloody. And I just, I faltered, I just sort of stopped. And she goes, Great, it's vodka and it's club. You know, I mean, <laughs> there isn't a whole lot of room. You know, right, the right. Bloody Mary, like you're saying, Joan, it can be such a myriad of oh, yeah. seasonings and flavors and, you know. That's what I've learned from going on this on this Bloody Mary experience. It, I mean, it's, it's just a small circle we're traveling in, yeah. but everyone is very different. And if there are people out there who say, I don't like Bloody Marys, I don't think you're trying enough of them. You know, I think you might have had yeah. one. It might not be of your taste, but, you know, yeah. keep, keep trying. You're going to find one. Yeah, that's a challenge like. then. It becomes a personal that's challenge. You go out and you find the one you like. Exactly. Yeah. And there are there's so many different ways to go at it. I liken it to making love, you know, getting to know your partner. And, oh, okay, this this isn't so popular. This isn't what uh, this person likes. Uh, and maybe they don't like tomato juice. You use a little, uh, you know, beef broth or, or whatever. Or try a counterclockwise squirrel instead of the, the clockwise. <laughs> right. The one they pull off the ground crickets, okay. you know, you're in yeah, some serious that's you're king. Yeah. Yeah. That's not entry-level shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Mike and Joe. It's been a lot of fun. And our next stop is going to be Dell's Bar. Anybody heard of Dell's Bar in North Carolina? Oh, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. widely known around here. Absolutely. It's the, it's, it's the secret uh, blend of spices. So they make, I know they, they make their own yeah. spices, and uh, it's in, like, one of those shakers, like Parmesan cheese would be in it, or in a yep. Italian restaurant. And uh, and the, the spices is what it's all about there. And they, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, and even though they sell a lot of them, they sell a lot of Bloody Marys at Dell's, yeah. they make each one by hand. 
you know, from scratch. You don't have like a picture of it in the, in the fridge and you just dump it in your glass. No, this is handmade, so they're all good. You can get them spicier or not spicier or whatever. And they don't mind doing it either. I think I told you one time I was uh, actually assaulted from ordering funny very late at night. That wouldn't happen at Dell's. They, they look at you and they figure it's a lot of 50 50 chance you're going to order funny. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So I hope people will tune in for that too. Um, so, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Mike. It's been thanks, Mike. Let's enjoy oh, these uh, challenges, yeah. man. nothing going on next Sunday either. See you then for another Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast.